Welcome, everyone. My name is Maggie Borgen, and this is Second Semester Seniors, a podcast where we explore what it's like to be a current 12th grader amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, while also sharing tips for managing a very different school year. As I know is the case for countless other seniors, I've been stressed waiting for the rest of my college decisions to be released. While some decisions have already been released, I know that many are coming out in March and even in April. On today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing a couple of my friends about some tips and ideas they have found helpful during the college application process, specifically pertaining to things that were helpful while waiting for decisions and continuing to wait for decisions. And these tips could potentially even be helpful when coming to deciding on a college. Now let's get into the interviews. First, I'm going to be talking with Katie. Can you describe your tip about making a tier list about the colleges on your list? Yeah, sure. Basically, I didn't really do it. I feel like I didn't really do it because it was necessary or super organizational. It was just kind of cathartic. Um, So basically what I decided to do was I hated thinking about colleges and not knowing where I want to go if I got in one place and not being prepared when the decision's did come out, I wanted to be prepared beforehand. So I created a five tier, though you could do as many tiers as you want, but I had a five tier system. And basically if I liked a college or multiple colleges, I would put them on the top tier. And if I disliked them, I'd put them towards the end. And um, if I got rejected, I would erase it. If I got in, I would do a green check next to it. And then if I didn't get in, I would do a red X next to a college. Um, So for the tier list, how has this helped you while waiting for college decisions? Um, I mean, it it helps to a certain point because waiting is just going to suck no matter what you do. But um, I feel like it has helped me because, um, you know, they don't, unless you're talking about Ivy Day, most of the colleges come out on different days. And so I feel like as each one comes out, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to know how to interpret the news instead of just feeling really overwhelmed at the time. So my strategy is kind of do as much preparation as I can now in terms of which schools I want to go to. Um, so that once I find out where I got in and where I didn't get in, um, I can take the news in stride and not feel stressed out then just feel happy about the news. So I think it's, it's just helped me feel more prepared, more organized. And it's kind of, I don't know, it gives you something to do. It's kind of fun. Like it's interesting. It it was actually harder than I thought it was. You know, I, I realized there were some things that I liked about a certain school, even though it was lower on the list. And, um, overall, I think made me realize I'll be happy at most of the schools I applied to for all of them, I would say. (laughs) Um, and that's a, that's always a good feeling. Katie then told me a story of someone she knew who had reached out to a professor and then how that professor had spoken to the admissions office. Katie talked about doing something similar to that. When did you start reaching out to a couple of like professors at the different schools and kind of like what led you to finally kind of like or what led you to reaching out in the first place? Um, 
I mean, besides hearing about that story, I just, there's some school, I mean, especially with the pandemic, there's a lot of schools that you can kind of show demonstrated interest online, but you can't tour them. Um, Sometimes you can't get an interview because there's not enough time. And so basically what led me to do it is I wanted to show another level of demonstrated interest that I couldn't already. And especially (laughs) there were some schools I didn't really know what to say in my rep letters. Um, I wanted to say something extra more than I like the school and here's what I like about it. But I didn't know what to say because I can't say, hey, I visited it and I loved the vibe on campus because I can't visit schools right now. So that's what led me to do it, um, that extra level, especially during the pandemic. And I started, eh, I probably should have, I think it would have been helpful if I'd started in the beginning of my senior year, but I definitely didn't. I did it after I had applied to colleges, um, but not before I heard anything back. Um, and so don't know the specific month there, but basically like a, a couple weeks after I had applied to colleges. No, I think that's like a good time too, because it's like, you've gotten the applications in and then now you can kind of like get a better sense. Yeah, for sure. Next, I'm going to be talking to Claire. Can you describe your tip about making the five-year plans about each of the schools you applied to? Yep. So it is what it sounds like writing out a five-year plan. And I think everyone has done this at some point, writing out goals, just maybe not as formally as this. But what this is, is you make like a chart. And then since it's five years, it goes for all four years of college and then a year after. And then what you have to do for each school or just whatever you think your top choices will be, you want to do research. And when I say research, I mean a lot of research and specific too. So look at courses, clubs, jobs, internships, and other general goals. But yeah, do be specific. Like for example, if you want to study abroad, don't write down study abroad because you can do that anywhere. Look at specific programs. And this achieves two things. It takes your mind off the present because it might seem counterintuitive to stop thinking about college by thinking about college, but research requires focus and this is fun research. And it also helps influence your decisions when they come because you'll have a bunch of research done. And it also proves, it lays out nice and clear that you can be successful anywhere because the goal is you'll have all these plans, you'll like them all, and you'll see that there are many different ways to get to your goals. And do you think that the making these five-year plans is going to make it easier for when it comes time to decide on a college? Um, 100% yes, because these are basically why essays to convince yourself. And so on these, you can write down all the things that you would not tell an admissions officer. Like if you really like a school because it's a good party scene, you probably wouldn't write that down on a why essay, but you can totally write it down on your plan like maybe you write down go to a lot of parties and either way you'll basically be doing something like this when your decisions come back like weighing the opportunities the pros and cons so it's a head start
Now I'm going to be talking with Madeline. How have you been able to keep a positive mindset during the college decision process so far? I feel like people just forget to realize that every college is good in its own way and you'll still be successful wherever you end up. And people sort of forget to focus on that. And I feel like what allowed me to be so positive was allowing that to sort of occur in my head. When I started to realize that no matter where I end up, whether it be a state school or a private university or uh, somewhere with, I don't know, I don't even know what the school, I don't even know what like the, my top school is at this point, but like, like, like a place with like an acceptance rate with like 11% versus an acceptance rate of like 60%. Acceptance rates don't matter because the quality of your education is still going to be very, very much the same, maybe a little bit different, but like still the same. And I feel like people forget to realize that. And so they get like, so, so they get all negative with themselves about that. They're not good enough and they don't, they feel like they won't be successful if they go to a school with a higher acceptance rate. But I feel like that whole mentality is just so toxic and untrue. And I feel like that finally clicking that it's untrue allowed me to stay positive. And I try and spread that towards other people to help them keep their heads up. Any tips for like how you've been able to deal with the like recovery process from hearing back from schools if it like isn't the outcome you want and like how you've managed that throughout some the decisions you've gotten so far? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, okay, I think I have, like, a point of advice, but I feel like it's very, very typical. It's not, like, some, like, big, new, revolutionary thing. I feel like this is very typical, but definitely to distract yourself. Um, Distracting myself is, like, very, a very good way at, like, handling it. I mean, whether that be surrounding yourself with friends or maybe watching a, a TV show you really like. Or even if it's something mindless, like scrolling through TikTok or Instagram, um, I wouldn't exactly recommend doing like homework or like school stuff after a college decision if you did if it didn't go the way you wanted. Um, just uh, doing stuff that you enjoy that's relaxing. I feel like that has helped me. Anything you didn't get to touch upon that you want to mention um, about kind of like keeping a positive mindset during the whole college admissions process hmm I mean if anything if anything I I, I might I might just want to like emphasize again something my mother has taught me my entire life <laughs> that is to stress balance 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 don't overwork yourself don't spend don't spend your like all night like working on college things and stressing over college decisions I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. I am one to maybe step a little bit too late doing work or stressing a little bit too much over a certain college decision. I am definitely, I'm definitely, I, I will admit I do that sometimes, but I, but I think it's a good idea to just try and have like balance of things that are like school and college related during, like during this time. And then also things that you like that you enjoy, whether it be like, finding a new hobby or playing games with friends or seeing friends socially distant, of course, and with masks or, you know, just like whatever you might enjoy. But don't like spend all your time doing college work because it is easy to be stressed about it. But I think it's just going to make the process a lot worse if you spend all your time doing it. So yes, balance. (laughs) 
So now that you have heard a couple of tips and ideas from my friends, I had a tip that I wanted to share, which is to create playlists based on each of the possible outcomes of college decisions. So making one for when you get accepted, if you get waitlisted, if you get rejected. So I actually made my three playlists a little while ago, and it was actually a really fun activity to curate playlists and it made me less slightly less worried about the outcomes of my college decisions because I knew that even if I get rejected from a certain school then I just have a really awesome playlist I get to listen to which makes it at least a bit better and one of my key tips for making these playlists is to have balance within them so you want to have some like more upbeat songs some slower songs you know have a mix in there um, especially for ones where it's like the rejected and waitlisted ones I made sure to still have some like hopeful ones and some that were almost a bit funny to listen to and things that were good songs to cry to so that there's like you have a place for multiple of your emotions and I have found them really helpful so far as something to listen to that's different than my usual playlists and I really only listen to those playlists when that happens or if you hear really good news even if it isn't a college then you could still listen to your like accepted playlist And so I found it really helpful, um, as I said, so far. And I'm very excited to be listening to them when I get my decisions back um, in the next month or two. So I wanted to give some examples of songs from each of my playlists, which can hopefully inspire you. So an example from my accepted playlist, a couple of the songs on there are So Much Better from Legally Blonde. It's a really good, like, exciting song. Head Over Heels by The Go-Go's, and Waka Waka This Time for Africa by Shakira featuring Freshly Ground, because that's just such like a good, happy, upbeat song. And I do also have a couple Lizzo songs on there as well. So some examples for the rejected playlist include No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande, which I don't think needs an introduction. It's You can see why it would be there. And then also It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine, by R.E.M. The key part is the I feel fine part, and I always think it's really funny that I have the song on my playlist. And another example is Waterfalls by TLC, which, come on, it's it's great for it. <laughs> and then some examples for the waitlisted playlist include Take a Chance on Me, the version from Mamma Mia, Wait for It from Hamilton, and Saved by Khalid. So, Those are a few of the examples of the songs on each of my playlists, and I highly recommend you go and make three different playlists for the different outcomes that you could have for college decisions, and it's just a fun activity to, like, take your mind off of college and get excited for what's to come. As always, at the end of each episode, I'm sharing a journaling slash discussion prompt based on the episode's topics. And if you want to share your answer, you can head over to the podcast's Instagram. So today's prompt is specific to those who have applied to college. And today's prompt is, how can you support yourself through the stresses of waiting for college decisions and deciding on a college? Thank you so much for tuning into the third episode of the Second Semester Seniors podcast. I want to thank Katie, Claire, and Madeline for being interviewed and for sharing their tips and experiences. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Second Semester Seniors Podcast. 
For those that are waiting for college decisions, I hope that this week you're able to find ways to take your mind off waiting for decisions and to get excited about the opportunities that lie ahead at each of the schools that you've applied to. Please share the podcast episode with other seniors and those who you think may find it helpful and consider subscribing to the podcast. I hope you'll tune in to our next episode. Until then, stay safe and have a great week. 